Welcome back, everybody, to the Lounge Podcast. We're here on episode two. Joined here again by my best friend Isaiah. What's up? What's up? Now we got our our third best friend here, Andrew. He's in the background. Didn't want to be a part of it yet until he gets more comfortable. But he's okay. here. He's here. Hopefully, you guys can hear him. And we're gonna start things off talking about the NBA again because right now the biggest news the NBA is all about money right now. MJ sold the Hornets for three billion dollars. Big bag right there. That's a fucking bag. He's already getting annual money from just selling Jordans. Now he just sold the Hornets. I think he had bought the team for around two hundred and seventy-five million. I think that's what I read. That fucking ROI is crazy. It's crazy how much that he sold the team worth for three billion, even though the team hasn't produced whatsoever much. I don't even think they produce playoff experiences or any top prospects. I think the best prospect he has drafted is probably Lamelo. Just because of the hype that he had from high school. But you were telling me before that we started recording that MJ missed out on crazy amounts of talent in the in the drafts. Yeah, he's uh he's failed on a couple different draft picks. I mean, he's been a, a owner for thirteen years. I haven't really seen many good prospects come out. Yeah, I think he missed out. You were telling me he missed out on Giannis, which is when you look at Giannis's career now, that's one of the fucking biggest losses he could probably make. I know he missed out on Book as well. He drafted Frank Kaminsky. Mm. I think maybe that was it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think so. But that that's a kind of disappointing. Obviously, he kind of sold it for a bag, so good for him. But I still don't think the Hornets are going to find the ownership to draft. Because, I mean, the best draft pick that they just drafted is Brandon Miller. But obviously, we'll see how he turns out. I don't really think the Hornets will be a playoff contention team. They weren't under MJ. And then under MJ, you think that you'll, you'll like the team under the GOAT will I think the second GOAT will be a better team than past years. But they just haven't produced it. So I think obviously he made the right choice selling the team off instead of just holding on to it and just them being not a great team, not a great organization. They're fun to watch, but they're not that really the team that's going to compete for a title anytime soon. No, nah, not yet. And, like, I, I would like to agree with you on that. It was good that he sold the team. He was honestly going nowhere with that. So what's best right now is that you change it over to someone new and see what they could do with it. Just like the Suns. They switched mm-hmm. owners and immediately started making moves within six months. And they were aggressive moves, too. It's kind of people were like, oh, like, that's a lot of money. I think the the way how teams are going now is like put the money into it now. We want to win now rather than like build. Like OKC is kind of playing that longevity game. They got all those draft picks in the future while a lot of these teams now are playing all these players, paying all these players. Like we want to win now. We want you here. Let's give you a big bag. Let's try to win now instead of trying to uh, draft future talent and wait that long. But, I mean, $3 billion, that's a shit ton of fucking money. I can't even compare it. Um, another individual who secured a bag is someone that I don't think he deserved it. But Jalen Brown got fucking paid. He's the highest, player, highest paid player in the league right now, correct? In NBA history, yeah. Uh, five years, $304 million. That's fucking crazy. I don't really agree with it. Watching him in the playoffs, he was struggling to go left. That's his biggest thing. Around them, that's the biggest criticism is just he can't go left. He's not even the best player on the Celtics. Oh. And I just don't. 
I don't even think he's a top 10 player. And to be getting paid that much, yeah, I, I understand they had to hold down the the duo that they had. But, I mean, you already seen the moves that they already made. They got rid of Marcus Smart, I'm sure, to free up some cap space to give him that deal. That's a big loss in my eyes. Yeah, I think I don't think... I mean, obviously, everybody still has the Celtics to be one of the top teams to compete for a title. But you lose someone like Marcus Sparrow, who's your energizer on defense, and you still lose to the Bulls, and you get rid of Marcus Smart, and then you pay Jalen Brown this whole bag for someone I think struggled a lot to find his rhythm in the playoffs. There's a lot of moments he starts off slow. And don't get me wrong, Jason Tatum starts off slow too. But... Coming from the second best player on the team, like you just can't. I feel like that's some money you got to invest into Jason Tatum. But I understand to keep the duo together, keep the duo intact, to keep playoff hopes and title hopes alive, you kind of have to pay him. But I don't know. I still don't think it was probably the right move for the Celtics. I think he won't produce to be that that top paid player because if the player is going to get paid the most like that, you expect him to be the best player on the team. For sure. Which I don't know. I don't. I don't really see it going anywhere. But I, I guess, guess we'll, we'll see. What I guess happens. we'll see what kind of happens. The Celtics are kind of in that win now moment too. I don't really see it going anywhere, honestly. Um, I think they are probably the best team in the East, right next to the Bucks. Maybe even the Heat if they can get Damian Lillard. I think the Bucks might be the best in the East right now. That's that's my opinion, but, I mean, you got Giannis, the best player in the East. You got Drew Holiday, lockdown defender. You got Chris Middleton, uh, fucking good sniper. Two-way. Yeah, good yeah. two-way player. Brooke Lopez, also great two-way sniper. player. Yeah, I honestly think the Bucks are the best team in the East. And I don't know, I guess we'll see if Jalen Brown improves his game and it does develop. That left. Uh, that left, which is crazy that you're paying a player that has been in the league for this long and still has that struggle, which he gets exposed in the playoffs a lot for. But I guess we'll see. I mean, that's another. That's one player I think got overpaid. MJ, I don't really consider that being overpaid. Like, they sold the team for that much. That's a fucking bag. He got his. Another player that I personally think got overpaid, we're going to switch leagues here. Aaron Rodgers of the New York Jets said he got a cut of about 40 mil. Yeah. $35 million pay cut. But that's to add a lot of good talent on the team, too. Which is crazy because he didn't take a pay cut for the Packers, but he wants to take it for the first team he goes to, which I personally think he had more upside on the Packers, too. If he wanted to win, his best possibility was to win it in the in the Packers is now the East. The AFC is way more stacked now, which I think the AFC has more competition than it did in the previous years where it was the NFC. Yeah, but you got a lot of good teams in the East right now. The AFC is just fucking stacked. You got all kinds of high-powered offenses. You got the Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. You got the Jaguars that I think are kind of sneaking in that contention. Yeah, they're underdogs for sure. Maybe. I just seen that the other day too. Calvin Cook, huh? That'd be an amazing pickup, and they have a really good offensive core. 
with uh Garrett Willen or Wilson. Garrett Wilson. And they have uh Mikel Hardman. Mikel Hard- Hardman. Mikel Hardman, who's a fucking speedy guy. Speedy Gonzalez over there. They got Corey Davis, I think, too, who's also really fast. But obviously Garrett Wilson's are probably your number one target. I thought didn't they have a rookie running back as well? That Bracey got hurt. Hall. Bree- Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall. Hall. Yeah. He was now you got a one two punch if Dalvin Cook signs. Wasn't he uh in the race for offensive rookie of the year too? He wasn't he, he was number one. Com- he was number one, he was number one, he was leading the the race for it, but that ACL injury did fucking cut him short, which is sucks to see, but and when you look on the other side of that that defensive team, you got Quinnen Williams, who I don't think gets talked about enough. He's really good. But he's a fucking good defensive lineman. You got Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. You think he's as good as people say? Yeah, bro. Just watching his highlights based off of last year, I think he's probably top three, top two corners in the league right now. It's insane for a rookie. His His hip movement is absolutely fucking insane. His technique is crazy good. A lot of people's issues are just because he is a rookie. People that want to give him that that top three spot yet. They're saying that he does uh, pass interference a lot, but doesn't get called for. He does hold a lot, which I do see him. He does get physical within the five yards, but yeah, sure. I, I still think he, he's fast enough and his technique is good enough to kind of make up for, for certain mistakes that he does. And I don't think he's let up a lot of touchdowns either. He had very similar stats to another rookie corner in Tariq Woolen which I don't think he gets enough credit for. He's always in people's top 10. He's always outside of people's top 10 corners in the league, especially entering this new season. They have Sauce Gardner at number one. But, I mean, I guess we'll see if he is going to continue to be that consistent corner for that team and have that spark on that defense, which I don't know. I mean, you obviously, I think that's a good balance. You have a, you have a shutdown corner, and you have a defensive lineman who can stop the run as well, who pressure on the pass game. That's a great balance for that team. I think they still have the uh, CJ Mosley as their middle linebacker, which is another good. Uh... I don't know, Andrew. Do you have the the defense for the Jets on your computer right now? Maybe you can uh, say some names because honestly, I space. Oh, and they still have DJ Reed, bro. Yeah, he's really good. He was an ex Seahawks player, which I thought he played good in Seattle. And then he goes into the Jets, and he plays a really great – they got a really good one-two punch there as well. So that's going to be – I think the Jets are going to be fun to watch this year. I don't know who. The D-line. Yeah. That's who's a dog. I don't think he gets talked about. I think the most – the thing that people can remember about Quentin Williams about is like the, when he sneezed and he said, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always been good. They got a team. Oh, okay. Solid. Oh, Adrian Amos. He's yeah, really good, he's too. Solid. Well, I'd say he's solid probably too. top 10 uh, safety. Safeties, yep. But they got a squad, bro, but... See, that's where it gets, like, fucked up. I think the Jets have a brighter future than the Packers. Well, yeah, now, now that... Obviously, when you do bring in someone with Aaron Rodgers with that, I guess it's kind of like the same when you bring in Tom Brady. It's like, oh, I want to go play there. Even if you're on defense, like, oh, I want to go play there because I know he's going to do his thing on offense. Yeah. So I see the Jets' future very bright. I don't know. 
Ah, oh, it's gonna be tough to see. I gotta have to see the first five games of the first uh the season coming up. I gotta have to see how the offense performs. I think the defense may be better than the offense, but you're already seeing in training camp the highlights where Garrett Wilson's making crazy catches, Aaron Rodgers throwing crazy throws. So it's going to be interesting to see who they can compete with in the AFC. I think they'll be up there. I think they'll be a top five team in the, in the AFC for sure. The AFC is so stacked, bro. They got, I think the offense is going to be good to see. I think the number one team obviously heading into the season is going to be the ex-Super Bowl winners, the Chiefs, which I think you never can count that team out as long as they have that offense. Patrick Mahomes is, he's goaded right now, He's just bro. too fucking good, bro. Doesn't he have the highest contract right now, too? Like, yep. five years? Half a billion, I half think. Half a billion, yeah, 500 million. He's the fourth highest The fourth? Yeah, he's not the highest paid quarterback right now. That's fucking insane. I thought, oh, he was until everybody started getting paid. Because Jalen Hurts got more of a bag now. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, huh? That's, oh, that's another team I forgot, bro. The Chargers. The Chargers, the Chargers I feel like, on paper, always look great. They just can't always put it miss out on the playoffs. Yeah, they can't put it together for some and reason. It was always their defense was the issue. Because the offense will be winning, and then the defense will let the score up, and they'll lose with, with by, like, three points. Yeah, they've always held it close. It's just that, like, three, three and, points touchdown that they lose by. And I want to cut the defense some slack because I know Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa haven't played much time together, which I think if they do, that just makes that off like going against like uh, opposing offenses just a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah, for sure. But you have to also take into account that Khalil Mack. How old is he now? He's getting up there in yeah, age. He's getting older. He has been on the injury side of things, but Joey Bosa has a lot of upside. I think Joey Bosa. Obviously, I know Nick Bosa is probably the most potential uh, out of them, too, out of the brothers. But Joey Bosa is still a dog, bro. I still love Joey Bosa's game. I'm just really a big fan of Justin Herbert. I had I thought he was better than Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow obviously had more success playoff than he had that Super Bowl appearance, which I was really hoping he had won. But the Chargers just always kind of have that letdown season where they look really good on paper. They got the... Um, what was the receiver's name that they Quentin Johnson, Quentin I'm Johnson. pretty sure. He looks really good. Keenan Allen. Allen. They have Mike Williams. Mike still. Williams still. And just Austin Eckler's. Bro got paid. Bro, Sunshine got paid. That's crazy to be making that type of money, bro. That's insane, bro. I think they still got solid corners as well. I don't I don't remember them having a good defensive uh like secondary. Their secondary isn't really talked about, but I think it's just mainly their D linemen. Maybe I don't know if he would still consider. You got Derwin James back there. Yeah, but uh, Derwin James just misses a lot of time, which is unfortunate. But he is the the best secondary player that they have. I know they have a corner there too. That's on the younger side of things. They just picked up uh, Asante Samuel too. No, mm-hmm. he's. No, re- I thought he was already been on the team. No, yeah, but they oh, picked okay, up last yeah. year. Yeah, I think that's when I think he started getting more recognition last year. He started getting more upside, getting more looks, or at least more looks on like social media. But I think like on paper, they always been that team that like might do something, but they just they always kind of get within like towards the end of the season, like oh, we need to win this game to go to the playoffs. We need another team to lose. They're always like in that. I think it's just their their division they're in. They're they are in a tough ass divisions, they? yeah. They are in a tough-ass division. Raiders are shit, so they're not going to do much. 
You don't think they'll do much with Jimmy Jimmy G? Well, Jimmy G, I mean, he carried the, the Niners all the way Do you think the... he's as good as people say? I just think it was a system, to be honest. I think, honestly, not even the system. I think he was, like, wherever quarterback goes into that situation, is fucking blessed with a top three defense every year. And that offense now, bro, you got Debo, you got George Kittles, Christian McCaffrey. Brandon Ayuk, I heard, has been. Brandon Ayuk, when Debo was out. Yeah. So I just feel like any quarterback that can kind of go there is obviously like blessed into a great situation. I think everybody's still stuck on Brock Purdy. I think this is Trey Lance's year to like show no. like no. if he's. Yeah, he's third on the depth chart. Third, yeah. So, I mean, everybody was, he, he's the most approved. Everybody had him, like, one of the players that has, like, the most approved this year. And I just, who else is competing in that position? Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold's two right now, and you got Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy at one. But I don't even know if Brock Purdy's going to be playing in the beginning of the season because I know he was coming off that injury in the playoffs. I think they cleared him, no? Yeah, but that's still pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. We got to see how he looks when he comes back. For sure. I, I, I root for Brock Purdy though. He's an Arizona boy, so. But I don't really root with the Niners. But yeah, I can't. I want to be Niners. on biased takes here, but that's the that's the team that I think will probably win the division if they can stay healthy. Because they're always that defense is just the thing that holds that team together. It carries them all the way. Fred Warner is a dog. Nick Bosa is a dog. Like bro, their defense is just always good. Uh, Tredavious Ward is kind of getting a bit better as the years goes on. He's another corner that's probably doesn't get as much appreciation, but he does do his thing over there. And I want to take it back to the AFC. I think the Jaguars are another team to kind of look out for, especially if Calvin really comes back, gives Trevor Lawrence that extra help that he needed, which I didn't even expect the Jaguars last year to even make the playoffs. They kind of I was surprised. snuck under the radar there. They they got some good upside there. I think Travis Etienne, if he can stay healthy as well. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, but Etienne, Etienne, and obviously, yeah, they and he got paid Christian too. Kirk he, last he, year. he got paid as well. Good for him. It's a surprise he didn't stay in Arizona, but it is what it is. Which is crazy because I I was hoping he did good in AZ because he played here as well in Arizona at Saguaro. And Another then Arizona when dude. came back all the way over here. Same thing comes uh Byron Murphy they played together in, in high school and they came yeah. back over here. So that was good to see. But then obviously he's in the Jaguars now. So that Jaguars team is also a good team that has the upside potential. They have a lot of good players on the squad for sure. They can uh probably make it past the first round. I think so. I mean, I think when you have teams like that that can compete. And then especially when you add another player like Calvin Ridley, who basically took over Julio's spot when he was in Atlanta. And people were saying that was Julio coming out of his prime, but I mean, Julio Jones is Julio Jones, so you don't really expect that. But Calvin Ridley had that two years in a row where he got suspended in the injury, so they kind of backtracked him, but... Seeing him like in training camp running those routes as fast as he fucking can, like that dude's you had a whole the, year yeah. off. You seen the explosiveness? Dude looks had. crisp. Dude looks solid. He looks ready. I think the Jaguars are gonna be another fun team to watch, and I can't oh, wait. Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram left New York. Dog is he's a dog. I don't think he gets. I think there are certain tight ends too in the league that don't really get as much appreciation. 
I feel like Mark Andrews kind of always thinks under that radar too. They talk about him, but when you just got Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, are you really gonna talk about it as those two? Because they're gonna talk. The two tight ends are always gonna leave it. They're the biggest names out right now, and it's kind of a hard to compete for that tight end spot. I think Darren Waller. I was surprised they traded him to New York. What was the reason that they traded him? I don't know. I mean, I thought they would have kept him with Devontae Adams, which I thought made more sense, but. He did face some injuries, yeah, I do remember seeing that. But maybe he's in a better situation in New York if Danny Dimes can give him the ball, if Saquon... He just got paid too, huh? Yeah. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes got paid and Saquon didn't. Saquon got paid, what, 11, 10 mil? 10 mil for a year. 10 mil for a year. 11 mil, that's what it was. They should have just gave him the money, bro. Is, is Danny Jones... Is, is he the... The franchise player? I thought it was Saquon the whole time. Exactly. You have all these running backs that aren't getting paid because all the... Obviously, they, they have... They're not going to last the longest because of all the, the physicality they have to go through. But they were saying that Saquon should probably go somewhere else, get a bag, but they can still franchise tag him. He doesn't want to be franchise tagged, though. I think that's what his uh, whole deal was. But that's kind of a shitty situation that all these running backs are in. But maybe Darren Waller improves, actually stays healthy and makes that offense a bit better. Who do they have at receiver right now? I know they have a, what's his name? Sterling Shepard, right? Yeah, I still believe that they have him. They have another receiver that over there that I want to say is on the younger side. I can't remember. One team that I think, one player that I think really has to show it this year is Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah, bro. I I feel like he's so overrated. You think he's overrated? Yeah. I don't think he gets much love as people think so, bro. I think he's really fucking good. But in playoff times, they don't show up. But that offense is so stacked. It's like, how do you not succeed in in those circumstances? Like, you have Justin Jefferson. You just got Jordan Addison. TJ Hawkinson. You're probably going to lose Dalvin Cook. But Definitely. Yeah, Patrick Peterson on the other side. Obviously, he's on a little bit older, but Patrick Peterson's on the Steelers now. Yeah. They... Yep. Damn, I missed that. What the fuck? But yeah, uh, if you're surrounded by a good receiving core, I feel like your numbers are just gonna be kind of a uh, like skewed a bit, I guess. Yeah, kind of guess so. But that offense, that should have like at least when you. At least kind of keep it close during certain playing got playoff games. Last year was a was a mess for them. I still believe they have Zadarius Smith as well, so that's probably your best defensive player. We have just so many weapons on offense where it's kind of like, and but Kirk Cousins, that's the thing. He always puts up the numbers, but when it comes to playoffs, he doesn't put up the wins. So I think Kirk Cousins is probably on that year where he's kind of like, all right, like I gotta shut the doubters up, I gotta shut the haters up. Which I watched a little bit of the documentary of the quarterbacks. He does, he does play through injuries, which I give credit for. But I don't want to say like, oh, that's an excuse why they don't win or he doesn't produce on certain moments. But I don't know. I got, I got. I think he's a dog. I think he's still a good ass quarterback. I think he's still better than most quarterbacks in the league. I think he's above average for sure. I don't know if he'll win you multiple uh, or even playoff games with, like, his arm alone. He's not that type to, like, be clutch, I guess. Yeah, that's... 
I, I feel like That's the Vikings true. should be in the market for a quarterback really soon. I'm thinking next year maybe. Because he's only going to get older too. Obviously, he did sign a, a bag too. Think about last year or two years ago. But he's definitely on towards the end of his tannered in Minnesota if he can't produce more wins. For sure. Because he always they're always a good regular season team. You have Justin Jefferson, who was probably the best receiver in the league. They were really good last year, no? They they were like twelve and five, I wanna say. Yeah, they they were uh one of the they, they were one of the top teams in the NFC, yeah. yeah. And they lost in the first round, right? Against who? I forgot who they played against, but I know they lost in the first round. I want to. I might want to say 49ers, to be honest. 49ers beat almost everybody. <laughs> Andrew, can you check that? I think they did play against the Niners because Seattle played the Rams. And then um, Rams had the... No, who did they play? Maybe it's just oh, a matchup issue for them most the, of the time. Yeah. Like, But the Niners are always a fucking nightmare to play in the playoffs. Even during the regular season, they're, they're always a, a dogs. fucking nightmare. As a Cardinals fan, I hate playing them, bro. Oh, yeah. Because our, our players get injured every time we That's play. That's what it always seems like, especially when Seattle plays Niners. I'm just like, God damn it. Always like the Rams, too. The Rams are always a, sh- a tough team to play against, mainly because of that defense. Uh, might be That defense might not be as scary anymore since Jalen Ramsey's not there. But Aaron, Don- Aaron Donald and Leonard Florida are always going to be an issue, especially Donald. But... They're on a decline, too. I think they're on a decline as well. I don't know if Matthew Stafford can get it going again with Cooper Cup, but that's another team. As like as long as you have Cooper Cup, he might have like a chance on offense. Do they have a true number one running back? The Yeah, but he's kind of the Rams. in and out of injuries, so it's not something that I'll probably rely on. It's about Cam Akers? Yeah. Didn't he ask for a trade? Yeah. Well, he's going to have to play out his contract if they don't try Unless him. he just sits out. That was the thing about people were saying about Devin Weatherspoon before he finally signed his rookie deal with Seattle. That was... Bro, I can't believe he just signed the other day. He was the last... Exactly. That's a bad first impression. No, the, the thing is, I guess they were comparing it to he just wanted the guaranteed money, which I'm thinking is like, bro, you got to spend time out there with your team. You haven't like, even taken one snap yet. That's really bad. And in rookie training camp, people were saying he didn't perform good. So that's going to be – I hope he does. Obviously, as a Seattle fan, I kind of hope he plays as a fifth pick. And I personally wanted Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. He's a, He looks good. He looks really good. Just because of the competition that they played against in college, obviously Oregon's a, a bigger school than Indiana. So I think Christian Gonzalez looked more polished, but – they're talking about how he's on the trajectory as Sauce Gardner to have his first year look like that. Yeah, so the Patriots got a steal in him. So I guess we'll see how Spoon plays. But he just wanted the guaranteed money. Now, if he did sit out the year and he didn't get paid, I think similar to the Eli Manning situation where he sits out and then towards the end of the year you could re-enter the draft. So that's probably would have happened, but... I think even if he did that, that's a terrible look. And I, don't, I think he go past fifth. I don't think he get drafted higher or the same. But he signed it. He's on the team now, so good for him. The agent, I guess, that gave him a bag. People were saying it was him. People were saying it was the agent that wanted him paid. Regardless of who it was, I feel like that process was just too long. I feel like they could, they should have came to an agreement like way before that. Because he was the last rookie to sign. Yeah. <laughs> 
And like everybody every- else on the first route was the side. So that does, I think it does make a bad look. The turnoff is like. It's just so extra. I haven't played a, a single snap. I think it's so extra. I thought it was extra. I was like, bro, just sign. Like, Demanding all this money. Like, like you were getting cooked by Jackson Smith and he signed. He's probably like, man, fuck, this shit's hard. This shit tough. It gives the impression that you're like hard to deal with already. Kind of. It kind of gives like that diva mentality. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't really fuck with. Hey, but, you your question earlier. What's up? New York did go to the playoffs. What? And then New York lost to Philly. That's right. Damn, I forgot about the Giants. I did too, bro. I forgot they were in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe. But to lose to the Giants in the playoffs? Come on, bro. Didn't they just squeak in too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane, bro. That's honestly That's embarrassing. Sad. Yeah. To, to be 13 sad. and 4, that's what you were saying? And then to lose. What were they, 9 and 7, maybe? Yeah. I think it's some Probably like 9 and 8. 7. Yeah, something like that. They were 0 and 5. No. 9 and 7. 9 and 7. Come on, bro. But the Giants team that year did have a good defense, but still, you. Come on, man. Weren't they, like, one of the best offenses in the league? Yeah, bro. Justin Jefferson almost had 2,000 yards. He had, like, 18, I want to say. And then Kirk Cousins was just... I don't know, bro. That's what I always think about Minnesota. Always has a great regular season, but they can't redo it. Can't produce. Like, in the playoffs. And it's just so... Like, for Minnesota fans, just to always go through that year after year. Just, like, good regular season, good hopes, and then fucking just bomb it. That's kind of fucked. That's kind of fucked. That's why I said they should be in a market for a quarterback. Definitely. Definitely agree. I think the playoff this year, that's why I think Kirk Cousins has like probably one of the quarterbacks that has the most approved this year, which I think also Stafford does as well. So I think there's a couple quarterbacks there that like have to prove that they're not old, that they still got it. I don't know about Stafford. I think he just plays out the rest of his career in, uh, in LA. They get a quarterback at in the in this year's draft, I know that they were looking at uh, his name Caleb Williams, mm, out of USC. Yeah, they're projected to be one of the worst teams as well because they don't have any cap space to sign anybody. So is Arizona. <laughs> what does that go through? Just this year. So oh, just okay. the end of this year. Oh, because that's why I think. Yeah, that's why I was. That's why I saw that he has the most approved this year. So he either gets. Signed off somewhere else. Maybe I don't think he becomes a backup. I think he's still better than like Jimmy Garoppolo and yeah, maybe Derek Carr's. That's the team I'm excited to see play. Is the Saints, bro? I think the Saints are a fucking good ass. Who's their quarterback? Taysom Hill. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. By that, they got Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Ivan Kamara. They got Jamal Williams in the off season, which I think was a huge loss for Detroit. Detroit should have paid that man, bro. He had the most touchdowns as a running back. They didn't have the most yards, but he produced in the red zone. That's what you wanted to do. But I don't know. I feel indifferent about that just because James Conner had the most touchdowns last year or the year before. And he's not necessarily one of the best backs in the league, but he was really good at red zone production. And even coming into this year, he just kind of looked sloppy. He didn't look like the same player he was. I agree. I don't know if that's wear and tear, but – just you can't like solely base it off of red zone production if you're like scoring touchdowns between the one and two yard line. 
But I just think that it's going to take off a lot of pressure off of Jamal Williams just because DeAndre Swift was hurt and Jamal Williams was going to get the most touches. But if Alvin Kamara can play and play fully healthy, I think that's going to be a great one-two punch for the offense, which is going to make things easier for Taysom Hill, Derek Carr, Michael Thomas, if he could play this season and not have another injury, which is going to be great. Chris Olave was another good rookie receiver last year. So I think that Saints office does produce pretty good, produce a lot of numbers this year. So we'll see about that. I actually think, to redirect this conversation, the Cowboys might be something nice this year. I mean, I know people talk about that every year for these damn Cowboys fans. But as Emergency. someone looking from the outside in, they look pretty decent picking up, uh, what's his name, Brandon Cooks mm-hmm. as a great, receiver. Yeah, great wide receiver too. They still have Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and I wish they would have re-signed, uh, what's his name, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, as a tight end. He, he was a solid tight end for that team, bro. I thought he was one of the best tight ends in the league, to be honest. What? I've seen him play, yeah. I thought he was one of the best. Top he, was a re- he was a reliable tight end. I don't think he always put up the numbers, but he was kind of always there when you needed him. Yeah. Which And they also have a great running back situation going, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott with the 1-2. Obviously, Tony Pollard is probably going to get the most touches this year because Zico Elliott seems to be on a decline. Yeah. And he's still got a good-ass defense. You got Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons still, Trayvon Diggs. Diggs like, most of these players are showing up on the top 100, too. Yep, and I think Michael Parsons might might be defensive player of the year this year. That's not, that's not like... I don't think that's too bad of a take. Obviously, I think the top three finalists are probably going to be Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa, and Michael Parsons, which always lately has always been a defensive lineman. So you don't really see any like linebackers or like secondary players kind of coming into the final positions to win the, the, the award. But no one really counts out Aaron Donald, even though lately, like Aaron Donald hasn't put up the numbers. Like when you compare it to like certain players, I think you just put him in that conversation just because of how much attention he attracts, Always how much attention team. he needs. Because one on one, obviously, you're just kind of putting that lineup. That Bro, they be up. triple teaming him just to Which stop is fucking him. Insane. They be setting. If you put him one on one with any of offensive linemen, <laughs> it's like that offense is setting him up for fucking failure. And. To talk about underdog teams again, we're not even underdog teams. I think I want to talk about some overrated players. And there's two of them that come to mind that I think are overrated and get too much hype around them. Who are we talking about, bro? Because of the names. Who is we got this? the Baltimore Ravens. We got Lamar Jackson. We got OBJ. You think those two are overrated? I think they're super overrated. Oh, it's tripping. No. I think Lamar Jackson is the truth for sure. I mean, he's really good at running i think his throwing has been like in, like increasing all the time every off season i think his throwing gets a lot better uh i mean we haven't seen him with really good receivers yet so this year is kind of like a test for him with obj is obj the best receiver you can give him no definitely not that's why uh i feel like ravens fans are pretty upset this year because there were a lot of uh receivers in the the free agent. I mean, they got Zay Flowers. They got a rookie receiver. They got a young talent. And you still got Mark Andrews. Uh, I just not bought into the hype, bro. I would have loved been to in... see, like, um, not to cut you off. I would have loved to see DeAndre Hopkins on the Ravens. That's why, bro, when he fucking signed to the Titans, I was like, bro, I'm over here thinking, like, he's about to get a ring. He's trying to sign to the, the Bills, the That's Chiefs, what I was thinking. The, the fucking, like, he's about to sign to a contender. But to the Titans... That's where receivers go to die. That's what I'm saying. 
these are notable receivers <laughs> gone to the Titans and Don Dogshi. You got Randy Moss, Julio Jones, D Hop now. I think Andre Johnson Andre, was there at one yeah, point. He was there. Like, bro, the Titans just don't have that receiver that they don't have that legacy where like you would want to go and be like, Yeah, I want to be like this player. But I'm thinking like Ryan Tannehill's not gonna do it for you, bro. Malik Willis is not gonna do it for you. I know they drafted Will drafted Will Levis, but even he, he's, he's not a gonna, diva too, bro. He's not gonna start over that <laughs> those two players. Obviously, Mike Vrabel loves Tannehill, so he's probably gonna keep the job. Malik Willis, when he did have to jump in and play over Tannehill when Tannehill was hurt, Malik Willis went terrible. for like two for eleven. Like bro was yeah, playing terrible. Not good. And obviously. I mean, obviously your best offensive player is Derrick Henry. Maybe D-Hop. There was, uh, I was watching some highlights off a training crap. Traylon Burks? Yeah, he was a really good receiver when he played. I know he was injured too, wasn't he? Yeah. And D-Hop was already posting highlights. Uh, not, not him specifically, but they were posting D-Hop highlights, him catching over people. But I'm just kind of like, bro, like, I'm just not bought into that. But to kind of not get off topic, but Lamar Jackson hasn't won in the playoffs. He's been injured the last two years. Yeah, he has. But to do what? To lose in the first round? He has yet to get past the first round. You got OBJ, which you we were talking about this earlier, that you think the Rams couldn't have won the Super Bowl without him. I think they could have competed for the win still. Um, OBJ's been hurt, bro. bro. I mean, I think he was a great receiver during his time in New York and just kind of fell short of injuries, which you kind of hate to see it, a great receiver go down like that. And he's already talking about retiring this year. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, a good decision. Which for legacy-wise, I don't think it's smart because I don't think he has enough to become a Hall of Famer. If it's and just solely to like, like to be healthy and like not be injured anymore to get out the league for his health, then yeah, I'm all for it. But if it's to be like, yeah, this is where my legacy ends, like I've done enough, uh, I'd feel like he's lacking a lot in a lot of areas. Yeah, he's changed the game drastically with his uh, OBJ spectacular catch. Yeah, he's uh, definitely seen more of those catches now. I think he molded the the game for a lot of youngins, bro, for sure. Yeah, a lot of people. I remember in high school, based off his stance, a lot of people try to implement that same stance. They try to emulate it. Yeah. yeah. So he definitely impacted the game for like the younger receivers. But as far as his legacy wise, and trying to get into Canton, I don't think he has enough for it. Maybe just solely because of his name. He probably has enough money, so he he's not really tripping, but to become the best receiver. Because at one point, during his first couple of years in New York, if there was one player to break Jerry Rice's record for the most catches ever, or the most yards ever, it was going to be him. That's how good he was. That's how much hype he had. Yeah. And then just injury after injury. It's sad to see, kind of decline. It, kind of, it does suck to see. Like that. And, I mean, he got a ring. So, I mean, good for him. He got a ring. He did... Uh, helped the team by getting the, the t- first touchdown of the game. Kind of fell short of 100 yards. Yeah, I think he finished off with like 52-62, which he sucked to see. I guess we'll see. He looks good. He looks healthy in Baltimore based off the highlights, but I just don't think they will get it done. Is he the true number one right now? <laughs> Depending him, based on him and Zay Flowers, I think he will be the number one. Who are the top three uh, receivers on that team, Andrew? Do you know? I know it's him. Zay Flowers, I don't know if you would consider Mark Andrews as a... Uh, nah, I'd keep him at tight end. I just want to know receivers right now. 
I know they had somebody last year. Or yeah, they had somebody before. last year. Marquise Brown, I know he had in, his injuries. Now he's on Cardinals, but I know he had his injuries with Lamar as well. But that just... Is that it? Just, that's Nelson just someone Aguilar. I'm not bought into as well. I know he had better uh, success when he was in Oakland. That's who uh, I'm thinking of. Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. I'm just not bought into this Ravens team. At least the offense side of the ball. Um, I guess we'll see how the defense are, if they improve. But those are just two players when I come like when I think about overrated players. And me and my friend always have this debate. We always agree on this Lamar Jackson debate that he just can't win. He's not a winning quarterback. Everybody's talking about oh he has he's had the most winning success in the regular season. But when it comes and it matters the most, he just doesn't just doesn't do it for you. And everybody can argue the fact that he doesn't have the weapons for it. So I guess this year is either put up or shut up. I think he's, besides Kirk Cousins, I think he's that quarterback that does have to do something this year, that does have to win, that does have to compete with these heavy AFC teams, which I I guess we'll see. I don't think he could beat the Chiefs. I don't think he could beat the Bills, the Bengals. Who's in that division for the Ravens, though? um, I know... Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. Was AFC South, I believe? AFC uh, North. North, okay. And Cleveland, I mean, you got Those Deshaun Watson. Teams, yeah. You got Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, he's, he's good. Despite his allegations. That boy was a dog. That boy was a dog in Houston with D-Hop. But I guess we'll see how Cleveland does. We still got Nick Chubb. Amari Cooper, yeah. Got the Chubster. And have you seen those all white unis? Those tough. look so Those nice. Those are sick. And I don't know. And that Pittsburgh team with Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. George Pickens is fucking dog, bro. He's just the NBA young boy of the NFL. He, <laughs> <laughs> when he got drafted, he had the ski match just getting on the TV. That dude's funny, but he's a dog. He's an animal. Bro, he's a player for sure. He's he's nice. But obviously the Bengals are that favorite team to win. Yeah, I got them definitely coming out there. Definitely the, got division. Yeah, but he, I know he'll be back before uh, um, week one. I get, if they can win at least half the games that he's out for, I think they'll still be fine. But if they win, like, all the games that he's out for, then they're in fucking trouble. You know what How I mean? How long is he projected to be out? Because I heard... Uh, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Oh, six to eight weeks? I did not hear that. Yeah, he's fucking out, bro. So he's missing a month, month and a half. That's going to be tough, bro. Who's your, who's your backup quarterback? It's crazy, bro, about the Bengals, man. It kind of sucks to see when you got someone that that high caliber of a quarterback to miss that time. Well, I still think they could come back. I mean, obviously, if you're going to be injured, it's better to be missed the early, the beginning of the season than miss the end. But I think they'll still make a playoff push. I think If they're not going to win this division, I think they'll still come in second and still make a push for that. That wild card seed. spot? Yeah. But that... I don't even know Fuck who yeah. Jake Browning is. Jake about to prove y'all wrong. He's about to be the, the Cinderella story. <laughs> I hope so. Shit. <laughs> you got to, he's, he has a lot of fucking pressure. But he'll, he'll be all right. I mean, you got Jamar Chase. Yeah, fucking T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd. Come on, man. Is it, though? Yeah, I think it's the best. Best receiver to leave. Well, you got to... Hold on now. People were saying the Dolphins. Hold on. They got Jalen Waddle, Tyree. I, I think they're the fastest. 
They just picked up uh Roby Anderson too, no? He's a he's a Oh, they did pick up Robbie Anderson, yeah, yeah. Bro, when I said the Chiefs had Tyreek Hill, I completely forgot and blanked that he's on the fucking Dolphins. Yeah, bro. So when he said that, I was like, Jesus been? Christ. Two, two, three? <laughs> last year, was last, last year season, Jesus, that, that shit went over my head, bro. The the little, I love his celebration, the fucking the penguin shit, the water water. Yeah. That shit's fire. That 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 uh Miami team's gonna be fun to watch. I don't I think they'll still be a great team, even though Jalen Ramsey's gonna miss the same amount of time, I believe. It's like six to eight weeks. We just gotta see how Tua and his health go. Bro got a tattoo sleeve, bro. He's gonna be him. He's gonna be him. He got a, he got a, he got a sleeve. Every player that gets tatted up and spends VC on that tat, those that <laughs> ink, they become instantly better. That's a fact. That's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. There's a lot of sports, bro, that are coming up. I think the NBA, NBA is gonna be fun to watch this year. NFL is gonna be exciting to watch this year. NFL is around the fucking corner. I'm excited. I'm geek. There's a lot of teams we can talk about, bro. Especially the like the Bills. That's another team that always has upside. It is always there. Is it Josh Allen? I don't think it's Josh. Mm. Is it the running back? I just think it's the conference they're in. They can't get past the Chiefs, bro. That's it. That's all it is. And now, I mean, kind of everybody talks about if they had the next possession on overtime, they could have won. If it's just should have, could have, would have, bro. You can't bank on that. Like at the end of the day, they had to change the overtime rules just so they could shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they had to do. It's just fucking crazy, bro. Is it? I think it's honestly the running back situation. They need to get a back. They need to get a one that they just, I don't know. Even Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen had the most rushing yards for that team. I believe so, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, yeah. Cool. Isn't there some, like, uncertainty there, too? About him saying, in uh... There was, but I don't know, man. It's just... You got to keep that that quarterback and receiver together if you want a, a chance to win. And you still got Jordan Poirier and Mika Hyde. You still got a good defense, too. It's not like you don't got players, but I think it's that running back that you need. Maybe you need a, an answer at running back to like, run the ball and take some pressure off of Josh Allen. Devin Singletary wasn't it. No. I don't think he's never been that I don't, I don't think so, either. Maybe he's just been there just to take up death chart <laughs> at this point. Because I your quarterback and have the most rushing yards. Fucking ridiculous. Well, I mean, those are design plays, too, or, like, when plays break down, I'm sure yeah. he takes, like, 10 to 15 yards. Mm-hmm. But still, that's kind of that's kind of sad, though. You know what I mean? I don't think it's maybe, sad. Maybe. I just think it shows <laughs> maybe, you maybe how uh, mobile Josh Allen could be and how, like... Yeah, I think he is underrated is. when it comes to his mobility, but when you see, like, running backs not producing, maybe that's why they're not getting paid, huh? Yeah. They're yeah. not getting a bag. Quarterback could run better than you. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how the, the game is going, to be honest. Your quarterback is a new running back. A lot more mobile now. A running back that can throw. That's what it is. You you got Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen could be in there. Mm-hmm. Patrick Russell Mahomes Wilson got a little it. something. Russell Wilson during his uh, prime years. <laughs> yeah, I think he was, he was a mold for it, for sure. Yeah. It's, I think he kind of also set the stone of like short quarterbacks that are mobile can kind of have success in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But we we do have to pay homage to Michael Vick. Oh, for sure. That motherfucker was he the yes. goat of short quarterbacks. That's, Good short as running. As far as like mobility quarterbacks go, that dude was set the stone. Set the stone. He definitely had that dog in him. You guys get that? Yeah. He's got that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out my dog. Why are you going there, bro? <laughs> I just want to make a little jokey joke. <laughs> But before we switch the subject, 
um, something else. I wanted to talk about this two teams that I think that are very underdog teams this year that might compete for the division. One of them is the Denver Broncos, who, if you look at their record last year, all the games they lost were within three to five points. It's the same thing like the Chargers, bro. Which, if you think about it, if they won all those games, they're in the playoffs. They're making push. They have a great defense. They're getting better offensive players. They got Sean Payne. Maybe they make a push. Maybe they change some things. Maybe they win those games instead of keeping it that close. Instead of like, oh, we lost by a field goal. We lost by tying it up. We, you know what I mean? Like, when it comes down to those possessions. And Sean Payne even talked shit. He was like, that was one of the worst coaching jobs I've ever seen. So he said they're changing the whole thing this year. So we might see a different Denver Broncos team. And I want to see, like, how many wins do you think they would get this year? I think they'll be on the positive side of the year. And I don't know. I, th- I think it all depends on how much Champagne can really change the team. Holy fuck, they got a tough-ass schedule. What's their schedule looking like? Their schedule's fucking tough. <laughs> so Jesus. how many games do you give them? Oh my god, Broncos got a tough ass <laughs> schedule, and it doesn't help being in the Kansas City Chiefs division. That's right, Chargers in that division too. Chargers in that division. Wow. Yep. I mean Raiders. That's Dubs right there. You know they'll beat um, the Raiders up. God damn, they play some teams, bro. Who, who are you talking about? I'm looking at the Jets. I'm looking at Miami. I'm looking at Washington. Washington and Commanders. They got a defense. That don't mean they're going to win the game, though. I Look, think I still take Broncos over Washington Buffalo, all day. Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland, New England. Bro, they got a New England's schedule. So is uh, the Browns. Oh, my goodness. Um, Fuck, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> Sertain is still that lockdown corner, though. They got him uh, between him and Sauce Gardner being the number one corner. But maybe Champagne changes that whole thing, and they end up winning those close games. Another team, I'm going to be a little bit biased here. I don't give a fuck. Seattle Seahawks. Don't be talking about the Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. Let me tell y'all a little something, bro. That offense is fucking scary. Who's your running back? Kenneth Walker. He's a dog. They drafted two two running backs in the draft. And they got fucking depth on the running back position. If there's any other team I hate more than the 49ers, it's the damn Seahawks. That's a hater. To the day I die, Let me tell y'all, Geno Smith, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back, though. That's probably the best quote that you'll probably hear in this whole. Yeah, what happened last year? Bro, they didn't. They had Seattle, the bottom of the division. They had Seattle winning like four or five games, and they went to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Nah, that's that, that's that culture. Now they got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith. Bro, that offense is fucking scary. I'm not going to lie. The offense looks really good. Let's take it back. Uh, I have nothing to say about the, the offense. defensive side real quick. Defense looks really Quandre good, Quandre Diggs got snubbed out of the top 100, which I think he's a top five safety. Doesn't get the love. Always gets five-plus interceptions for the past five years. Jamal Adams, I don't care. He's still good. <laughs> Bro, he can he's play not healthy. even healthy enough to play. Hold on, man. I'm not even done yet. Jamal Adams, I think they should just put him in the linebacker position because they got uh they got love from the Giants. I want to say Jordan Julian Love. Um, they got Bobby Wagner back. Jordan Brooks, I don't know if he's gonna play this year. 
Um, I hope he does. He uh, tore his ACL. Oh. Yeah, towards the end of the season. So. Probably come back late in the year. Yeah, he's probably going to come back late. But you got Bobby Wagner back. You got defensive linemen that are rookies last year that are coming back up this year. You got Nwosu that just signed a three-year deal. Seen that. Tariq Woolen. He had a great rookie year. He doesn't get the love in the corner position. Devin Weatherspoon, if he plays good, hopefully. Trey Brown had a great rookie season. Then he got hurt. He's coming back from injuries as well. I got, I'm telling you, bro, that Seattle team, they improved their offensive Seattle. linemen. They are underdogs. They're outside of everybody's top 10 teams. I'm telling y'all, y'all watch out for Seattle, bro. I'm telling y'all, if they make it far in the playoffs, don't say I told y'all so, but I'm going to fucking post all about it. I see it. I just don't want to. I don't want to believe it. <laughs> I feel it. I, I see them it. going. I, the, I can see the, them being the rivalries. 10 in the top 10, but I don't Yeah, I don't see them outside the top 10. I know they're a really good team. I know they're one of the better teams, the youngest teams that are good, too. Mm-hmm. Now, the I mean, the oldest player you probably have is Bobby Wagner and Geno Smith. Yeah. Sure and does. I don't know. But I you got you to gotta have a quarterback on the t- same timeline, too. Yeah, I mean, the, the young, other young quarterback is Drew Locke. I don't really got too much hope for him. But, Ain't nobody uh, trying to hit Drew Locke. <laughs> What has he ever done? Bro got some hood tendencies, bro. No, he does you not. You was singing uh, the Jeezy song on the sidelines? Because he listened to Jeezy. Yep. That boy lit. But that's that's one team. But that's the last team I'm going to talk about just because I want to be a bit biased. If you want to talk about your team. Let's we, talk about. We, 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 we can. We can. We can talk about the Cardinals or what? We could dabble on it. Man, I we, honestly we, don't we, have much to say about the Cardinals. We could dabble on it. But I'm glad Buda Baker is back with the team. A I know dog. there's a. A trade demand or a request, dog, which I was, which I thought was gonna go through, but that I love seeing him play, bro. That dude's a dog. He puts his heart out on the field, bro. You can see him like trying his hardest every time he goes out there, and you love, just love to love see that the competition that dude has, <laughs> the competitiveness. My bad, you wrong word. But as far as like the Cardinals secondary, though, I mean, obviously Buda Baker's top five in my eyes. I know they put him at top ten. Um. No, I agree. That dude's a fucking dog. Jalen Thompson is a really underrated uh, safety, free safety. Uh, I don't hear his name a lot. I mean, Byron like Murphy the, might be good. Byron Murphy's not on the Cardinals. This fucking one. Byron Murphy's on the Vikings. Yeah, he's a free agent. That's who I saw wearing number seven, not Peterson. Yeah. He's wearing number seven over there. That's the one that I saw Justin Jefferson catch over. That's when I saw number seven. I was like, he's still on the team. That hurt to see, bro, seeing Byron Murphy go. That honestly sucked. I thought he was progressing every year, too, to be that number one uh, corner, lockdown corner. That's crazy. Damn, Arizona's just not making the moves, huh? Nah, I mean, I think it's just uh, the change in uh, GM. GM. Yeah, front sure. office. Because they, they let Christian Kirk walk as well, right? Yeah. Is J.J. Watson on the team? No, he retired. He retired. That's right. And then Chandler Jones not on the team. No, there's not a lot... Not a lot of good on the Cardinals right now. Is it I mean, rebuild time. Do you the biggest compete? thing, yeah, the biggest thing is that we're rebuilding. We have young players starting in a lot of starting positions. Uh, who? Yeah, I do agree on that. But we do still have a young quarterback. Uh, it sucks to see him coming back from the injury, but we'll see how he plays. Uh, once he comes back, we do have a shot at getting Caleb Williams. I'll talk about that later. I just want to talk about the roster right now, though. Um, yeah, bro, there's not a lot of good highlights. Uh, I do like Michael Wilson, the receiver we picked up, I believe, in the third round. He, uh, was injured for most of his senior year, played in the senior bowl, balled out, got a lot of looks. 
And uh, he's going to be our starting number one, I believe. You think he wins it over Marquise? Well, Mar- Marquise is... No, Marquise good. I don't think he's a true number one, but just based off the situation that they have, might have to take the number one role. But how you said Michael Wilson, he might. He's a, he's a he true number one. He's like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, Big dude. 220. Marquise Brown is what, 5'11"? 5'11". 5'10". Something like that on the smaller side. Yeah. We generally see smaller receivers take the number one role unless you're like Tyreek Hill speed. But... <laughs> That's that's I don't know I think Arizona might have it but at that one I just remember one point in time the NFC West is the best hardest division in the league. It's not looking that way anymore. Nope, everybody's on the decline except one team. Um, we already talked about them, bro. All right. Niners, bro. I was talking about the Niners. About the Niners. But yeah, uh, huh? I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but I mean the Cardinals do have Houston's number one pick. And the Cardinals aren't looking to be one of the best teams in the league. So that's probably a good top five, two top five picks right there. Potentially. That's going to be good. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be a Cardinal. Like I'm I think, I think he's going to be a really good receiver. I think he's going to be probably, this is a stretch, top five, top ten receiver first year. I think he'll win offensive rookie of the year. And that's my hot take. I think he's a fucking dog. And Bro, he's like That's, I don't know, bro. I mean, when's the last time you've seen a receiver go number one overall? That you don't really see it. It's been a while. Um, but I think if Caleb Williams is there, you go Caleb Williams. You don't you haven't really seen that talent. He's compared to Patrick Mahomes. I think you go him. And if you can sneak him, Marvin Harrison in the same that same top five, then get him as well. But I don't know. It I also think... depends on where your draft picks lands. Say we have one draft pick in the top ten, and that's our own Arizona, or top five actually. I think Caleb Williams going number one, probably not to the Cardinals. I'd probably say either the Bucks or the Rams. Bucks. Yeah, Bucks are. Shit. Oh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I was like, Bucks. Yeah, they don't look good at all. They have a uh, Baker Mayfield, and uh, he has a lot to prove this year too. Tyler, Kyler Trask. Yeah, uh, isn't he? Wasn't he a rookie last year? Yeah, he was a rookie, but he didn't play because of Tom Brady. Yeah, but of course. Tyler was saying that he he learned a lot and he might be it, but then you get signed Baker Mayfield, so maybe Kyler Trask just wasn't the answer for them. But yeah, I see those two teams picking up a quarterback if they're one and two. Mm. Cardinals could land somewhere three, four, five, but I see them being one of the worst teams in the league. So that third pick, I got Marvin Harrison Jr. That's a solid. That's a solid guess, and I don't want to say I want to give up on Colin Murray either. I think Colin Murray still has a lot of upside. When healthy, he's a he's a he's a threat. He's a dual threat quarterback. You see it though. The shortness um, does affect him when he tries to throw it down the middle. So it does suck that. He, but I mean, he's still a good quarterback, bro. When healthy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the league as well. But. Don't get me wrong, like, I would love to see a new quarterback in this new, like, uh, coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see uh, Kyler Murray come back with this new coaching staff. But if we fall 1-2 with the Cardinals draft picks in Houston, I think you have to take Caleb Williams and trade Kyler. I feel like there is a market out there for Kyler Murray. Oh, for sure. So one team, there has to be a team out there that wants Kyler Murray, that needs a Kyler Murray type of player. Look, he might First even... team that comes to mind, I've, I've spoke about this before, is Dallas. The Titans. 
the Titans too, uh, Vikings, they could all use a quarterback. Yeah, but I see what you say about Dallas. Dallas, though. that's his hometown, bro. He played in that stadium, hasn't lost in that stadium, I don't think. Mm-mm, undefeated. I think that would be the ideal situation. And you see a lot of Cowboy fans. I know a lot of Cowboy fans. They don't like that. No, they don't. I don't don't think that's like his spot. He's not a... It sucks. I think he's a good quarterback, but he gets a lot of hate. But I don't know. Just that Dallas team overall, I think that Dallas team... I think Dallas is just easy to hate on. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Everybody hates Dallas. I think they're just easy to hate on. But maybe Dak's not the answer. Um, so that, that's an interesting. I can see that happening actually. I can see that. Depends on what Dallas wants to do with Dak and see if they wanted a quarterback in Kyler. I think it's time. I think his time is up in Dallas. I think he's definitely coming near, near the end for him. You know what team I think had probably the best draft in the this league? Who? The Eagles. Eagles got a, a steal with Jalen Carter. Does he play? Yeah, he's on. He's in the training camp. Did he, right did he win the the legal battles and everything? I don't know if that's settled yet. Fuck, does Seattle fuck up and not draft him? Right now, he's good to go. Fuck, maybe Seattle fumbled. That was my biggest thing. I was like, I don't want to draft him. I was like, he's probably gonna get arrested. He's probably not gonna play. It was gonna be a waste of a draft pick. But what happened in that in that case? Um, along the lines that they were racing. The person that ended up dying, he ended up fleeing the scene. That shit could have ended up just like Henry Ruggs, bro. Yeah. So That's he, why he there was, was caught up in that. That's why everybody was saying that, oh, the evidence is there. He's going to get locked up. That's why I was like, when I was talking about it with my with my homies, I was like, bro's done. Like, the, the, that fool's going to get locked up. But apparently, when you got the money, you got to get a fucking lawyer. And bro got, a, got himself a fucking lawyer. Yeah, a good ass lawyer. <laughs> Probably that that one fine ass lawyer, the one that helped that uh little dirt. <laughs> that white girl. I don't but, know, I haven't seen it. Um Fuck, the Eagles gotta steal and I think they have uh the other Alabama Carter. player. Who? Um no not no not Carter, what's his name? I'm spacing, I don't know. Fuck, dude, I know his name at the tip of my uh tip of my time. What position? He's a linebacker. He's an outside linebacker. I, Nolan They're Smith? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Nolan. I was like, Nolan, Nolan, Nolan. Is that, is that who it is? Yeah. Um, I guess he doesn't get drafted high because of his size, but the dude's fucking fast. I think he ran like a 4-3. That dude, that, the Eagles got a squad, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. I, I think they're going to be back to the Super Bowl. Maybe you think it'll be Seattle, but... <laughs> I was not going to no Super Bowl. I think they'll be in the playoff run. Yeah, I think they'll be there. I think I got confidence. Have you guys uh, seen the documentaries for the quarterbacks? Nah. No? Haven't had time. It's it's pretty interesting. I mean, you kind of see the inside of the quarterbacks, what they go through, and Patrick Mahomes' injury and stuff like that, their workouts, Kirk Cousins' injury. I didn't really see the full theme, but I kind of dabbled into it. So it was was Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins. I forgot the other quarterback. I think mainly just Patrick Mahomes, but... Uh, it's kind of cool to kind of see the inside of stuff. Like when you're a fan of the game, you kind of just see like what what they go through on the outside of stuff, what they go through on the sidelines, the everyday shit. Yeah, it's, it's very cool to see. Now, not a documentary per position, but what is a player that you think will get a documentary when they're all said and done? I guess the biggest one that everybody knows is LeBron. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
does his documentary do better than the final dance, the last dance? Oh, yeah, for sure. Bro, I think just the Cleveland run going against the Warriors, that's going to be, like, the biggest. And we talked about this last week, but you personally, do you think LeBron's remembered more as a Laker, a Heat, or a Cav? Yeah, has to be. It has to be, right? Mm-hmm. He won it for Cleveland. He came down, came back from 3-1. to one. That documentary would do fucking numbers. That would be the biggest story, yeah. No. I mean, number one pick coming right out of high school. Ready from the start, chat averaged about twenty his rookie year, and just ever never been on a really a decline, bro. It looks like he gets better. It looks never like in never in any trouble outside of the league. Nope. Kind of sucks. Uh, did you hear about Bronny James? Yeah, I just wanted to touch him. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he's doing good. good news, though. he's doing better. Yeah. Prayers so, up to him and his family for sure. For sure, bro. Hope shit doesn't happen again. Now, I really want to see him and Bronny play together. But I think that would also go in the documentary and be oh, big, bro. That shit would be especially fucking crazy. after this tragedy that just yeah. happened. That, I think that would be a good, uh, like, definitely a great story. Attention, yeah. Which I think LeBron is probably one of the biggest athletes that would get a documentary. I think Curry will get a documentary. You change the game. Now you got big man shooting threes. Now you got people on fast breaks trying to shoot threes instead of the the <laughs> the lay. Yeah. But I think Curry is another player who will get a documentary. Both from the same city. I feel like Kyrie would get one with all the, the stuff he's all, been through, the, too. Yeah, I think all the... Because they paint him as, like, this uh, villain. This villain. Yeah. And he's super, uh, like, unpredictable. Which yeah. I don't I don't really think, like, the last year that he got in trouble for, I was kind of like, what? They took it out of context. I yeah, I didn't really get it. So I was like, what happened? I was like, he's suspended for this? I was like, that's insane. I, I, that's it was through a book that was uh, just, like, taken, like... Out of context. Out of context. Yeah, that kind of sucks. And then that whole anti-Semitic thing happened. I mean, you can't really share shit at all in this in this internet generation, bro. Yeah. That's why being on this internet is kind of fucking, kind of sucks. You got to watch everything you say. Fuck yeah. And if you have a voice, they're going to take that they're and run with take it. They're going to take that. Anything. They're trying to bring you down. Mm-hmm. And the, I think those two players, I think Patrick Mahomes will get it. Not even like the documentary, but I think he'll get his documentary like for him. Like, and Tom Brady, obviously, Tom Brady, for sure, the fucking goat. I don't know if he's had one. Uh, I didn't. Tap mm, into I didn't it. really see it. Then I'm about to tap into. Well, it I would one. like to see that though. The goat. Six. Did you watch it? Solid. Oh yeah. And not even a sport that I dabble in. Like not a sport that I like generally watch for funsies. But Messi will get. A fucking documentary. Oh yeah, for sure. He to me is With better than World Ronaldo. Cup win. With the World Cup win. That I think that solidified him being the best ever. And I think he will get his documentary. Bro's been a pro since like 13, 14. Yeah, super this young. dude was playing professionally soccer while I was studying and doing homework. Fucking insane. I mean, when you think about it and putting that to that context, I'm like I'm over here, like, fucking trying to study for a test and dudes making money playing soccer. This dude's balling on these old men. And just recently, his debut in Miami, he wins it. He uh, is doing good. He's killing it in the league so far. Just, like, what more can you do as, like, him? Yeah, I, I'm not a big uh, soccer fan. However, I would definitely watch that documentary if, there, if it ever came out. Fuck, I almost had a sneeze. <laughs> Jesus. 
but that's 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 the documentary. I think those are my top three documentaries that I would watch. I feel like this is premature, but uh, I'm also not a big baseball fan. Just started getting into it this year, but Shohei Otani, mm. I feel like he would he would be a good documentary. I think depending on how his career ends, I mean they already got him being like one of the best. And I definitely see that. I, de- I was going to say him, but like space out of my mind. But that's one. I don't know if they have any other for like other sports that I see. I don't really dabble into the Olympics. So I can't really say the only person that comes into mind is Michael Phelps. The most gold medals ever or most medals ever. Um, there's the, the gymnast lady, the short one that forgot her name, but there's, there's not really a lot of people that I think about that will get one. I know Conor McGregor just had one. Yeah. That one was pretty good. That one I, I did like. I would like to see a Nate Diaz documentary, bro. That would probably be so fire. Yeah, that should probably be funny as fuck. Bro, bro is a dog, bro. When I was I hear him like talk and talks about his stories and shit like that, the dude's good. And I really like it. I really, I don't know, just like his mentality. He's funny. But, um... And my nephew fucking screaming in the background. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, this is going through it. I'm fucking. Let me. Let me text this real quick. No, you're good. I think that's all for the documentaries, though. Yeah, I think we kind of dabbled onto enough. Because I don't watch golf. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch golf. I think maybe Tiger Woods, because of all his up and downs and stuff like that, but. It's not too much that that I have really other sports that I really dabble into. I'm trying to think. Maybe Canelo will probably get one. I hope he does. That'd be fire. Um, I think Israel Adesanya did come out with one, but it was like a movie, so I think it was like only like a limited time you could watch it. But I know he came out with one. Uh, I think Alex Volkanovsky is gonna have one. Maybe Khabib will have one. Maybe did he have one? I feel like his run wasn't like long enough to have one. That's what everybody's saying. Everybody's saying he wasn't in the UFC that long to have one. But everybody's going to have him still one of the lightweight goats. But that's yeah. up for debate. I don't really care. One, I'm a fucking huge fan of. I think Charles Oliveira will get one in the future. Oh, that would be fire. That would be so fucking sick. His, really his, the way he turned his career around, it was so insane. But I see his pictures from when he was in Brazil still. Yeah, when he's like on the bike delivering food yep, yep. in the rain. Looks like so different. Mm-hmm. Dude is an animal, bro. He's come up. Like he fights again in a couple months for the belt again on a rematch. I hope he wins. I'm rooting for him. But as far as sports go, that's how we got in our notes, y'all. One thing I did want to touch up on because it's next month. It's going to be here in Arizona. I'm going to go see Drake. And um, did you guys hear what... What happened at one of his concerts? You talking about that girl who threw her bra on the stage? Yeah, but 36G. Bro, how big fine. is 36G? That's a big-ass city. <laughs> it's a big-ass city. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, for real, bro. Bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Playboy message there. Did you see the... It's how I'm telling you. You got to be careful what you post on the internet, bro, because they was flaming her shit. They were flaming her shit. I didn't realize how fucked up people were. Hey, bro. I was reading the comments. Even if they were flaming her, bro, props to her. She got that Playboy she got deal. A deal. She got a deal, bro. And somehow, bro, that shit had me rolling, bro. Them comments are fucking fearless. They, oh, I don't sure. like want to like get into it because I don't want to get in trouble. But they was on her head top, bro. I mean, it's technically you not saying it, but. All right, so basically what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't like I remember seeing the video and a couple of days later she was like it was me, and they're like. 
they're just like, oh, he I did it. Was, like, they're calling it like a man, bro. They're like, oh, they're like, because you know how he was like, oh, we got to find her. They're talking about like, oh, honestly, they're like, they're like his latest album. They're like, honestly, never mind. They were on her head, bro. And I felt so bad. And I was like, but she got a deal. She got her bag. God damn, bro. That's going to be you, huh? Huh? At the concert. Like, oh my, I don't know what I'll throw. Probably. Nah, 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 just play it. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm gonna just be vibing to the concert, bro. That's just gonna be a good time. I'm gonna be lit. But I really, I feel like I gotta study my Drake. Like I feel like I know a lot of Drake, but I don't know. I heard him playing a lot of his old songs. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I gotta like the best thing he's get back. Done. Yeah, I think old Drake is way better. But I think I really got into. Uh, <laughs> I think I gotta get into it again. I'm you excited, got, bro. Low key, bro. I'm about to go too. Fuck that. That's just sick, bro. It's gonna be so much fun. I'll uh, I'll tell you some things that I found out that you guys might be able to go, but we'll get into it in a little bit. For sure. Off the pod, but um, our last topic that I want to kind of touch up on. Do you think some of the richest people in the world will fight? I'm talking about Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Like as a. They're talking like about a little them. league for them? No, they're talking about fighting each other in the UFC. In the UFC, like a one-time deal? Yeah, they're trying to fight each other in That would the be UFC. fresh. That would be fresh. I mean, have you seen Mark Zuckerberg? Bro looks fit. He's the only one training. Elon Musk looks... He looks crazy. Bro, he's built weird. Bro's built weird. He's built Bro's weird built way. weird. I don't know why his body type is like that. Bro, he looked like a damn alien. Bro, <laughs> Bro looks fucking... <laughs> But Zuck looks like a bro. Looks like a I'm fighter. sure he got a dog in him. Low bro, key. Zuck, I think Zuck won a, one of the tournaments when during his BJJ con, uh, tournaments. I don't want to say concert. What the fuck? But that I think I would pay to see. I think it would be a dumbass fight. Nah. Like how like some of the celebrity boxers are doing people that shit. People pay to see that. Some of the most richest people in the world are gonna go at it. Um, that's gonna be fucking a sight to see. And do you think Elon Musk could even buy Twitter? You said what? You think Elon Musk would even bought Twitter? Uh, honestly, I don't think it's changed much. Uh, I don't really care about the the logo switch. Cause it wasn't of his name. One of his kids' name is X or some shit like that. Like oh, X minus twelve dash twelve to the AE squared power to pi or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. Which how do you even say that in class? You just call him X for short. Yeah, I would. <laughs> but I I barely saw the new logo. I don't have Twitter. But I don't know. I feel like just the Twitter logo is iconic. Like you just kind of have to keep it. Like I feel like certain like it. social medias that first came out and changed the game. I feel like you don't really change it. But I guess you know you bought it. I guess you could do whatever the fuck you want on it. Um, I guess I don't know. But that would be. I hope that fight happens. I think it will be fun to watch. I think it will do pretty good on pay per views. I think it'd be one of the most watched. Yeah, I definitely think so. Just because of the, the people that they are. A lot of people probably be like, this dumb as fuck, but they're still going to watch it. Who would you want to see fight, like, serious? I don't know, bro. I don't I don't know. I don't really... I know uh, Bradley Martin and uh, oh, that Jake Paul was doing something. I heard uh, Jake Paul called him out. Yeah, but Bradley Martin just thinks he... I'm 260, though, bro, in the street fight. What do you think? But, like, his... I was hearing his podcast. He's like, oh, I love it. Like, this dude generally thinks he could fuck up, like, Nate Diaz. Bro, he's so arrogant. Which I'm like, what? <laughs> like, bro, this dude's a third-degree black belt. Like, he'll fuck you up. It doesn't matter how much you weigh, bro, how much muscles he lifts. I saw him 
do some rolling with some uh this brown belt, not even a black belt, and dude was flipping his ass, bro. I've seen that, yeah. Like, do you not realize there's levels to this, bro? Like, that's why I don't even like get into like street fights because I don't really. There's levels. Maybe the to people this. that got like look nerdy, like I've seen train those teach people on TikTok how to do stuff. I'm like, this dude does not look like a fighter, but shit, fold my shit. Literally fold my shit, bro. And I'm just like, I'm good. Like, I, I'm a lover. But I do want to get into training, bro, just because I want to pick up another hobby. That's a little off-topic thing. I just, I love it, bro. I love the cardio, the conditioning. It's just fucking insane. But that's all I personally got. Do you have anything that you want to add to it? Not much. I think we really covered uh, most topics we wanted to talk about. Yeah, and um, we're finally going to get our logo. So by the time you guys listen to this pod, you guys are going to see the logo that we finally came up with. This shit is going to look sick. I love how it's coming out. It's taking a while to get here, but I think you guys will be impressed when you see the final product. Yeah, so I hope you guys definitely stick around for pretty, more episodes to come. We're going to be dropping them weekly. Episode one and two, we're probably going to see them in the, within the same week just because of the logo was kind of backtracked. But once we get that figured out, situated, you're going to see weekly uploads. So as we did last week, I got another verse of the week for you guys here. So whether you guys are religious or not, I hope you guys really pay attention. Try to take it in. Take it in for what it is and not really think too much about it, not overthink it. So uh, from James 1 verse 22, we got, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing on your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away and forget what you look like. Now, that shit hits because me personally, I kind of fuck up too. I kind of mess up. I go to church and hear that, but I don't really practice it. There's no point in just doing it and not practicing and not obeying. So do with that what you must will. Um, That's something that hit me, which kind of woke me up to like, all right, like now I really got to put work into this. You got to be disciplined. That's all it is. There's a lot of ways you can fall short. In the, the path of God. Right. It's definitely a hard path, man. It's not something easy that you can do in a day. So it's going to take months. It's going to take days. and take years. So definitely, guys. Oh, I hope you guys definitely buy into something that you guys love and enjoy. But that's all we got for today. Hope you guys enjoyed episode two. We'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a great week. Love y'all. Peace out. Isaiah is going to say his goodbyes. All right, y'all. Well, I hope you have a good week. Bless up. Be smooth. Later.